this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and so glad to be with you guys today. And, uh, you know, I have to say something. So this month, my book called How to Transform Yourself has really been revolutional. Like, we've sold out twice. It's crazy. We had it uh, sent to all of our partners who are on our Book of the Month program. And then we had people just extra buy it, and then we ordered another batch, sold out of those, and then we had to order more, and so we finally got our, our I think, our third batch in, but it has taken our ministry by storm, and I really want to encourage each one of you to definitely get that book, because today, I'm really going to talk about that. I want to talk about another part, another side that actually is tied into the book, but not completely in the book, all right? And uh, so, you guys, I hope you're ready, so if you are... Like me, if it's your morning time, grab your coffee, your orange juice, your milk, whatever it is you drink. Uh, if it's your night time, hey, sit back, relax, enjoy, learn, 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 learn. If you're like me, I'm all about learning and experiencing and then living in victory in God's kingdom. So today I'm excited because I'm going to talk to you guys about attraction, but hear, but hear me out when it deals with transformation. I'm going to call this podcast today, Attraction is Your Sign. Attraction is your sign. Now you might say, what do you mean attraction is my sign? Well, you know, when you think about the power of attraction, and you know, once again, you can call it law of attraction, you can call it whatever you want to, biblical attraction is what I call it, because simply put, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You ask, seek, and knock, you get that drawn back to you. You know, you, God gives you the desires of your heart, whatever it is you're thinking in your heart, you know, so, so the idea is, realizing that the moment I start thinking and being that, right, I'm going to start attracting, correct, what it is in my in this world that's going to come to me. So if I'm wounded, I'm going to attract woundedness. If I am healed, I'm going to attract, you know, healed things. Or let's say, for example, if I am at a place where I'm trying to, you know, focus on success, then you know what? I'm going to start focusing and thinking about successful things and people are going to come to me and give me their success stories, right? And so whatever the case may be, it, this stuff is real because it's Bible. And so when you see that, you might think, then what is attraction in its meaning when we deal with being a sign? Great question you ask. Uh, because attraction is really cool to keep our eyes on what is happening during the attraction. Let me explain. When you think about the power of attraction, you think to yourself, okay, so I'm going to attract what I am, right? I'm going to attract what I'm thinking. So because of that, the moment I start seeing that my world is changing, now we're dealing with transformation. Go with me for a moment. The moment I start seeing what my world is, is, is changing by what I'm attracting, right? And let's say, for example, you're believing God for certain things and you're like, you know what? I'm going to start attracting this because I know this is what God has for me, or I believe this is what God has for me. So I'm going to start, you know, uh, heading that direction. I'm going to start standing on it, believing it. And all of a sudden, your world starts attracting this, this and that, left and right. Attracting, attracting, attracting. Here's what you have to understand and realize is by what means are you attracting this with? In other words, if you find attraction and things are coming into your life and your world, then ask yourself the question, are these things I'm attracting that I might believe might be God's will for my life, are they healthy for me? What is the productivity of those things arriving at my front door, meaning spiritually what I'm attracting? 
So I ask myself a lot, you know, I want to be able to be placed in that wheel where I'm getting exactly what God has, has promised me in my life, but what God desires for me in my life as well. And so what I do is when I start seeing that rotation come and those open doors, as, as Malachi says, I'll open up the windows of heaven and pour down upon you blessings. There's not even room enough to contain. That's what it says in the book of Malachi. That's the God I serve. Exceedingly abundantly above all I'm able to ask or think. That's the kind of God I serve. So when the windows of heaven are opened up and God starts pouring down blessings upon me that there's no room enough for me to contain, I start noticing that that's by the attraction of what my giving. It's by attraction of, of me giving. And people would say, well, you know, don't, 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 you know, take that scripture out of proportion because it says if you give your tithes, your offerings into the storehouse of God, God opens up the windows of heaven. You're exactly right. But if you study the word giving, it's not even just ties and giving but giving also is giving of yourself of your heart even the book of even in the new testament it even says that you know um when we worship god we worship him you know of what comes out of the heart and so it says you know what's what's amazing and even with giving it even says you know give according to how you've been blessed but it's all dealing with the heart issue so when we deal our ties and offerings offerings and giving actually is part of the package of you giving your life giving your servanthood giving your energy your time your effort your money whatever it is to other people or to ministries or to whatever the case may be then it deals with you giving and so we have to realize that the windows of heaven are opened up also by the giving of ourselves, the giving, paying, giving myself as a tithe, for lack of better words, right? I'm sowing myself, God, into this situation because I know it's what you've promised me and I want to be able to reap back the benefits of what it, what it is I'm sowing myself into, right? And so it can be multiple things like that. There's a lot of layers upon layers upon layers of revelation in the Bible. When people say, well, there's only one way to interpret this or this, that's, that's a lie because it's not true. If you truly believe that the Bible holds mystery, which it comes from the Greek word mysterion, which is that which is hidden for you to find, not that which is hidden from you to find. So in other words, it's not hidden from you that you can't discover it. It's actually hidden for you to discover. And that's why the Bible even says God will conceal a thing and it shall be the honor of a king to discover it or figure it out. So God will actually hide something from you for you to begin to figure it out because he wants you to use his wisdom to be able to ask, seek, and knock. So all these scriptures align with each other. That's just point blank. And so when we understand the concept of, of, of giving of ourselves, giving of our lives, then we're looking and realizing that if I give and the windows of heaven are opened up and I'm attracting things into my world, then I have to understand that the things I'm attracting, are they producing? Is there a productivity of fruit? Is there a production, you know, of, of an overflow of, of, that power of expansion in that in which I'm attracting. And because if there's not, and if it's not a healthy attraction in the sense of if I'm not producing anything at all, or, you know, out of that, that, that I've attracted, or if I see things that are producing out of what I attracted and they just don't look healthy, they're not beneficial to people, they're not blessing people, they're not blessing me, my family, my friends, my, you know, then guess what? I need to re-examine. I need to re-examine my life because the key thing is when it deals with transformation, this is the key here I want you to hear. When we deal with transformation, okay, like my book talks about, we are dealing with 
an understanding that attraction is a key for me to keep my eyes on to recognize that, you know what, if there's not productivity coming out of what I'm attracting and there's not fruit coming out of what I'm attracting, if it's not blessing humanity, if it's not blessing other people and causing this ripple effect, this dominant effect to begin to start flowing, then guess what? Maybe I'm not focusing on the things I really need to pull and attract into my life. Maybe the transformation with the inside of me is not complete yet, or maybe I need a little bit more to awaken to transformation to where I'm able to align correctly and properly in the place that God wants me to be to where when I do attract things that I believe is God's will. And by the way, let me say this to you guys. You have to remember that you will find all throughout your life, you will miss it. That's just the name of the game of humanity. You will miss it. You will miss several times when you will be like, man, I thought this was God. Man, so don't beat yourself up. Get up, try again, because we're all going to miss it. We're all going to, we're all trying. And so because of that, there's times you might say, but I just knew, I just, I'm almost positive it was God's will. Well, once again, don't beat yourself up about it. Because you know what? You're going to do it again. You're going to do it again and again and again. You know, and so, you have to realize that mistakes are bound to happen in this world. And because they are, there's sometimes you can take it to the bank thinking you thought you were right. But you know what? If you beat yourself up over it and say, oh, I'll never do this again, then God will never bless you with anything major. Because if you're going to fall to pieces or fall apart at something small, the first time you realize you're not perfect, <laughs> hello, and the first time you realize, you know, something's messing up, hello, then the moment you do, God will make sure that you won't get into a bigger promotion the Bible makes it plain, if you're not faithful with the small things, God will, will uh, excuse me, it says, be faithful with the small things, and God will make you faithful over many things. And so, the part of faithfulness depends on and relies on those small areas of you not falling apart, but saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to dust myself off, do it again, and do it by different means, because maybe I had it wrong. And if I had it wrong, no problem. I'll get up and do it again. So don't sit here and say, oh, but I just I just knew I just could have swore it was God's will. Well, join the rest of humanity. Join the rest of the club. We've all missed it, and you're going to miss it again. And so you want to be able to get into that place where you're understanding, I'm going to get up and try again and try again and try again. Because guess what? Before long, you're going to get it right. And when you get it right, and you recognize everything you're attracting and calling into your world, guess what's going to happen? It's going to start bearing forth fruit. And people are going to be blessed and encouraged, and you're going to be blessed and encouraged. You're going to be at peace, and things are going to start flowing better. It won't be perfect, and you'll miss it again. But you know what? At least you know you've mastered, we'll say, a level. We'll use the word level. You've mastered a good level to say, hey, at least now I'm on the right track here. And so that's what you want to do. So when you attract stuff into your world, don't just do it and say, hey, I'm prospering. Hey, this is going on. This is this is good. Notice where it's taking you. Notice where this thing is going to, right? I mean, when we hear the scripture that says, train up a child in the way they should go, and when they get older, they won't depart. Think about that in what you're talking about. Because if I start off in an infant state in the sense of attraction and I am attracting things into my life and I really believe it was God, you know, it's like a child growing up. And then when that child grows up, if I train it properly, if I know that I'm doing what's right in it, then that child, no matter what the child does, that child's going to turn out to be pretty good. 
You know, it might come out to be successful in whatever you know endeavors God has for it to be, because it's going to have integrity, it's going to have honesty, trust. Uh, you know, it's going to walk in truth. It's going to it's going to do it because I've trained it properly. And so, if you think about attractions, almost the same way, because attractions like a baby, you're training, and if it doesn't produce, if it doesn't sort of turn out the way you thought, then it's not so much of the training aspect of it; it's the transformational aspect of it of realizing maybe you just started attracting the wrong thing, and maybe or maybe you sort of raised a little, maybe you took it to heart and pride because of what you attracted and said, oh my gosh, you know what? Yep, this is me. And and, you're, and you start getting a big head about stuff because you see things attracting into your life. You know, oh, it's God's favor, God's favor. And then all of a sudden it changes you instead of transforms you. It changes you into something that you don't want to be. An egotistical brat. <laughs> right? And so think about what it is you're attracting in your life. Let what you're attracting be a sign to you to say, is what I'm attracting producing fruit that's blessing me, my family or, and, and or people around me? Is it changing me for righteousness? Is it changing me for things that are better in my life? Is it changing me for holiness? Is it changing me for whatever it is that I know I should be? The, the What I call the best version of myself that God wants me to be. And that's what you do. Because if not, once again, then you know what? transformation is still not complete because he who began a good work in you is more than able to finish it and complete it the Bible says so when God started in you he's going to finish it but sometimes he's got to go different routes to finish it simply because of the fact you've taken the wrong route or you've taken another route so he'll reroute you back to where you need to be and sometimes you're like no come on pull it back into gear pull it back in you know and start rethinking restructuring re-examining transform metamorphosize if you have to and then you'll come out to be the person God wants you to be and then you'll start attracting the things that you were meant to attract because then they will begin to produce much fruit and a domino effect to bless whatever it is that comes your way in your life. So I want you to think about that today. This is the key. This is the element. This is the element of noticing the, what I, not really, I don't want to call red flags. Red flags to me are pretty much like negative warning signs, which are, which we need at times, right? Caution flags we need. However, I'm just going to call them flags because I want you to be the judge of your own life in the sense is we're not judging other people, right? Like the scripture says, but we want to be able to judge our own life to be able to look at it and say, okay, you know what? Is what I'm doing right for me or for those around me? Am I hurting people? Am I hurting myself? Am I blessing people? Am I blessing myself? What's going on here? So let them be a flag. Let them be a flag to you to where you tap in and you say, okay, Holy Spirit, what is it? Am I doing what's right? Can I sense that, that, that my world is changing for the better? Or is it changing for the worst? And are those around me, am I pushing them away further? Or am I drawing them closer into my world? Because if you're in the right vein, you're in the right gear, and you're attracting, you know, because you've been totally transformed by the renewing of your mind, and you know that you're in what God wants you to do, then you will attract exactly what's going to be so productive and such a blessing and people will want to be in your life the people the right people will be in your life and those that don't will you you will repel them you will they will let run they will leave <laughs> because they don't want part of you and the cool thing about it is there's times in my life where i've noticed where god will push people out of my life or push them out of the way for me not because i don't need to bless them but maybe they're toxic for me or they're not good for me and so god will repel them and put, push them away from me because i'm doing exactly what i'm called to do and that and that wheel that 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 place of transformation knowing that I'm transformed by the renewing of my mind and I'm in the place I need to be in God, then guess what? That alone is a weapon that will repel anything that doesn't need to be in my life. 
Can you get that? So it's powerful. So I wanted you today to know this today. And I want you to be able to learn from this and walk in this powerful truth because it will totally revolutionize and set you free and change your life. So I want to encourage you today, go to the website, identitynetwork.net, and download or order How to Transform Yourself. How to Transform Yourself. And I tell you, folks, we're still selling them left and right. And so get your order in today because once again, you know, we're running low and we just got them in because this is a powerful book because everybody, everybody wants to know I've got to be what God wants me to be. I got to trans, I got to be transformed. I need to make sure. And I, and I deal with what transformation actually means within this book. So they definitely download it today or order paperback. All right. Have you guys have, hope everyone you have a blessed day today. Do not forget to stay tuned to my uh, Facebook and Instagram live every Monday morning at 10. AM Central Time under Identity Network. Definitely stay tuned. I'd love to see you guys be part of that. Also, don't forget we do a one-hour prophetic live night every month. I think this month, let's see, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's the 22nd. Let me verify that. Yep, the 22nd, one week from today at at uh, 6 p.m. Central Time. So join me with that. And who knows, you might get a prophetic word. I might surprise you with an interview. You never know. But show up because you will definitely receive, all right? So as I close out today, I always like to say this. If you don't like your day, change your thoughts and you'll change your life. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.